0: Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright, is going to take a look at one important financial issue that could cause you a bit or a big holiday headache if you haven't planned ahead. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, Stephen. Well, holiday season is well underway. Many of us have a checklist when we're packing. Your passport, plane tickets, hotel booking. What about your cash? In the past, you might have gone to a bank or an exchange to make sure you had some local currency. But with places going cashless, I'm now joined by Anita Thomas, who is an award-winning travel writer and the host of Travel with Anita, to discuss that. Thanks for joining me today, Anita. Well, thanks very much for having me. So l- let's talk about how difficult it can be. Have you got any personal experiences of uh, going to somewhere cashless?
1: Well, actually, Carolyn, you described it perfectly when I'm planning to travel. I'm looking at all these other things but I'm not really thinking about how much money I need to take or if I need to you know, look at my credit cards or just how I need to travel. And I was recently in Sweden and found out that everything that I had to pay for needed to be paid by a credit card. And that was even small little things like chips or cookies or gum or anything like that that you were wanting to buy that didn't cost very much, you still were paying by a credit card. And the interesting thing about Sweden is that they only have about 32 ATMs in operation right now. So that is truly cashless. I mean, 32 ATMs would usually be what you'll find in one area.
0: Yeah, that is a pretty big place to only have 32 ATMs. Now, another even bigger place that tourists struggle in is mainland China, and that's down to the ubiquitous use of Alipay and WeChat Pay. In fact, one of my colleagues here at RTHK mentioned just that to me yesterday from their recent holiday. Now, MasterCard is one major player that recently stepped up to change things, allowing people to link their cards to an Alipay wallet. How important do you think it is that companies like Visa, MasterCard, etc., do do this kind of thing?
1: Well, it's it's extremely important. And the good thing is is that most of us, do have a credit card or even a debit card and mastercard and visa has made it very easy for us to connect those you can actually go to their website and just click on the link that's there and they will walk you through it because when you get to a destination where it's mostly digital payments you really are going to need something that connects with the destination and the place where you are more so than what you would use at home. So Alipay would definitely be one in in China that you would want to connect with because China, I mean, has a very large population, and certain parts of the population probably still depend on cash, and the country is looking to go cash within the next several years. So definitely if you're traveling over to China, you definitely want to do that. But even if you're not going to China, you still will want to check with your credit card company to see what apps you are already using that you can connect with your credit card.
0: Now, do you think governments also need to be playing a part in this and uh, helping provide options for for tourists before they allow their economies to go uh, cashless? Because otherwise, surely they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot that people might not want to come if it's not easy to pay for things.
1: Well, you know, that would make sense. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that definitely would. But, you know, I I think there are two sides to that. I think probably the general population would like for the government to stay out of how we pay for things. Because, of course, when you are using digital, it's much more trackable with that. I mean, credit cards have always used, um, you know, the way that you're spending to sort of get an idea of your spending habits. So with us going more and more digital, it just means that the government means that banking and all of those things have much more access to study us and see exactly what we're spending and how we're spending. Uh, But, yes, I do think the government should make sure that if we are going cashless, that that is understood uh, for people coming to visit as well as the regular citizens. I'm not sure how much people really realize how things are going cashless. I know I didn't when I went to Sweden. I was surprised.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and I think you're right, uh, you know, talking about their own population, that sometimes older people struggle to use these kind of apps and cards
1: exactly i mean i think older people probably are still you know depending a little bit more on cash and i know i was raised uh you know with the whole idea of cash that you always have enough cash in your pocket that in case something happens if there's an emergency you have something there you know that you know cash was always considered to be king if you needed it in an emergency and you had it then you were much more successful with solving whatever the issue is than if you did not have it so i think that idea of looking at, you know, maneuvering around your day-to-day life is still part of uh, the way some people live their their lives.
0: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right that that presumption that you could just use cash Anywhere as a, as a backup is, is something that a lot of people are still used to. So, what would you say people need to do with uh, research in advance? You said you know you you got caught out. What what do people need to need to do to make sure they don't get caught out in case the destination they've chosen is uh, pretty cashless?
1: Well, I think you know. I mean, we all have Google instead sort of going and uh, looking up things online, and it's so much easier to do nowadays. Uh, So I would say first start with that the apps that you already have to see if they are accepted in the country where you're going, because some apps are not accepted in different in different places. Um, and that would be a, a really good start. I mean, Apple Pay is one that if you have an Apple phone, most countries do have access to that, not all. Uh, so that would be one that if you have a, an iPhone or Apple uh, phone that you could definitely use that. But then there are others. I know here in the U.S., which is where I am, uh, there, you know, there's Google Pay, there's uh, Zell, there's you know several different ones so you want to check and see if those actually do transfer over to the country where you're going and then make sure that you do have your credit cards properly attached to those because maybe you're not using them uh, at home so you definitely want to make sure and don't make an assumption that your credit cards are attached to the to the apps. but you know the good thing is is that You know, going cashless does have some conveniences to it. So when you look at that, it's a great way when you're traveling to kind of keep a budget as well of how much you're spending. You can kind of look back on the app and see how much money you're spending or maybe, you know, go online and check your credit card account to just, you know, see how how you're adding up. Because the other thing with using uh, the digital things is that, You can just start charging and not think about how much you're charging. But it is a good way to keep track.
0: No, I absolutely agree with you in terms of budgeting. And and certainly I know I've got random pots of unused notes and change from various countries that I couldn't exchange on my way back. And I'd not used because I wasn't really familiar with which was the right note and which was the right coin to use at the time. And I definitely know someone who's accidentally given a massive tip because of this. So yeah, I think there are reasons why um, you know going cash can actually make things a little bit easier.
1: Well, you bring up a really good point. I know that I have so much foreign currency that is either in a big jar or either, you know, just kind of tucked away for that next time I go back to that country. (laughs) And, of course, a lot of times you don't end up going back. So you do have uh, some money that's just kind of sitting there. Because when you return home, you usually cannot, you know, convert that back over to your local currency. So you kind of, you know, have some money a little bit lost there. You're sitting in limbo.
0: OK, yeah, and, and that is money, you're, you know, that you're not going to be able to use possibly in future. Top tips. Great to be able to speak to you today. That's Anita Thomas, who is host of the Travel Show of Travel with Anita and an award-winning travel writer. Well, thanks for having me.